Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in the mighty way. I am talking to Sipati Tabudi. Greetings to you, Sipati. Good evening, Pastor Ray. Thank you so much for having me. Are you well? I am well, thank you, by the grace of God. I trust you're also well. I am well. (laughs) Yeah, can't complain, you know. Can't complain. Now, um, we are touching on the issue of secrets in a marriage. These things I have heard when I was growing up. And then I've come to prove that they exist. There are things known as secrets that you don't tell your husband about. Mm. And they say these secrets, you take them to the grave. Secrets of paternities. (laughs) Mm. Where the kid is not necessarily your husband's. But you know, because they trust you, you married to you, it doesn't take a paternity test. I mean, what would that mean, you know? <laughs> and uh, they take it to the grave. I know of such secrets. And people have gone to the graves without knowing the truth. There's another secret that is kept mostly by men. And that is having this lifelong partner on the side of your wife. You don't marry them. You don't do anything. You don't marry them. But you live as equally as you live with your wife, without your wife knowing. There are men who do that. I've seen that. (laughs) You only discover when this guy is dead that eh, there was a chief mourner. (laughs) A chief mourner. And and this chief mourner was not the wife. Just some celebrity woman from somewhere else. There are also those secrets that have to do with finances. Where someone secretly launches finances into their own parents without their spouse knowing. Mm. Check this out. This is the trick of the devil. They don't actually label it as a secret. But because he's not watching, let the lying what? Lie. You know? (laughs) And and, and they go on and, and do that thing. When you discover they've been doing it for three, four, five years. Some wives have never been told that their husbands have kids because somewhat, somehow, he has paid up everything. There was a time when he said, Nale Majita, we are going somewhere. We are going to have fun with 
with my friends and they've planned it and you don't know that they were going to pay the damage. <laughs> no. mm-hmm. Yeah, he has made someone pregnant in KZN. And he's going with his friends there. Do you know what Baba Vita Ankwale? Baba Kwenya. Yeah. And he comes back, hey, yeah, it was great, man. We had a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Because he was treated like a king Mkwenya there. Women who say I would rather die than to declare the paternity, the true paternity of, of, of this kid, because this kid's father is actually her best friend. Yes. One thing led to another. I won't even say quite a lot. I would come to that when I talk moments where spouses are worshipping other things uh, without the knowledge of their spouses. They're taking even their clothes to go and dedicate them to those things. Oh, you're not on perekela, oh. See, Patti, what comes to mind? That's quite hectic, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I think what we don't understand, or maybe we do, but we're just turning a blind eye, is the fact that secrets are actually as dangerous as lies in marriage, mm. you know. Um, when we talk about keeping a secret, we're basically talking about when you purposely covering or hiding or keeping something concealed mm. in order to mislead the other person or your your spouse, you know? Um, when we're talking about secrets, we're talking about when you, you feel guilty about something that you can't tell your spouse. Mm. Moments such as when you have to delete messages so that she does not see them. Moments such as when you have to have a, a PIN code or a password on your phone so that she does not access your social media or even your phone. Mm. Those are the little secrets. They start small in most cases. However, you know, uh, these are the little things or the small things that could even lead to, to divorce. Um, the Word of God reminds us on First Corinthians when we read about what love is, it says that it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with the truth. So what we need to often and always ask ourselves when we're keeping that secret is that are we doing what the Word of God is expecting of us? Mm. Because every marriage has to be built on total transparency and trust. The moment that you have to start keeping certain things from your spouse, that means you are headed the wrong direction. Yeah. You know? Um, so oftentimes we want to justify the lies or the secrets. We want to come up with all sorts of reasons as to why it cannot be told. And we make up all these stories in our mind. But what is quite sad is that the truth always has a way of coming out. Mm. And it is, it is, you know, when it comes out that it hurts the most. So, you know, when we look at justifying our secrets or keeping secrets or the lies, we need to really measure or assess how that secret will affect our spouse when it comes out. Mm. Now, at times we also see, and and, and I've said it there, that uh, there are secrets that are kept on and people say would rather take this, you you take this to the grave. A man is not supposed to know this. Mababayala, 
uh, the, a man is not supposed to know this should it happen mm-hmm. uh, um, there are and, and we'll come to men there are women who are holding these secrets that they say they'd rather take them to the grave because should this guy know mm-hmm. he's gone he's yeah. gonna cut me off he's gone and I will lose everything mm-hmm. or at least half of what I've worked for I will lose mm-hmm. what say you there I, I totally agree, and it's quite sad that you will find mothers who will encourage their daughters mm. to keep secrets for the sake of keeping a man, you know? But I always say that there is so much burden that you're carrying into that marriage. Um, when you go into marriage carrying such burden, you can never experience the true joy of being in marriage, you know? And it is always, well, it never ends well. It never ends well. Um, last week when we were discussing the topic, we touched on issues where, you know, um, some women will keep secrets of having children that they've left at home with mm. who are raised by grandparents. Um, some women will keep secrets that are as big as, you know, I had a child or I had an abortion. And, and those are things that when, you know, when you become engaged to get married, number one, then it means that there cannot be any secrets anymore because this is when you are starting to build on a foundation. And if the foundation is built on all the foundation is of lies and secrets, um, it is bound to crack as time goes on. Because, mm. um, as I mentioned last week, that the thing about lies is that you have to keep telling lies to cover the first lie. And it continues and it continues. It becomes a spiral or a vicious circle of lies that entangles you until you suffocate, you know? So the reason why we've got so many people who are miserable in their marriage is because they are being suffocated by the secrets and lies that they've had to tell in order to keep the person that they claim to love um, or in order to make sure that they don't lose that person, you know? So I think it's important for us to realize that there is so much joy in trust and transparency. Yeah. So much joy in honesty, you know? Mm. Um, I will emphasize the point I made last week to say, the person who is truly for you will love you with the, bur- the burden or the past that you have. Yeah. If at all that you get to a point where you feel that the certain things you have to hide or cover then that means that this love is not based on truth. And when it is not based on truth, it is bound to crumble. Sure. When we come back, let's tackle also, you know, moments of secrets um, that are so common in marriages. And many people don't realize that these end up in very catastrophic ways in the long run. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit, impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called 
Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. 657 AM. Welcome back, 657 Media Wave, Radio Pulpit. We trust the Father is doing you well. We are talking a serious issue here. You know, secrets in a marriage. And uh, we will touch also on the effects, you know, as to what these secrets also do. The issue of secrets in a marriage. Here's a case at times. And someone said, I don't want my marriage to break down. I won't disclose this. I won't say it to my husband. I won't say it to my family. I won't say it to my in-laws. I won't say it to anyone. But it's them only that know. That in order to keep this man or to keep this woman around, there's some inyanga that they see. Secret. There are men or women who are going to the inyangas. To give them Miriana <laughs> that they would use to keep their spouses around. And their spouses will never know this. I don't know, maybe unless, unless the Inyanga is not paid or right, and then now he's getting annoyed. <laughs> and he starts knocking at your door. Mm. Yeah. And he starts spilling the beans. The people who basically, their spouses are convinced. And I once did a show on this, Sipati. Mm. And people were calling in like a flood. That there are people in marriages who have actually gotten their spouse in a way that is not right. Mm. Another one got their spouse in this way. Listen to this. And this is so awkward. She gets impregnated by someone else, but she's in love with this guy. <laughs> and she says the baby belongs to this guy. The guy has a shop or something or what, what. Mm-hmm. The guy without doing paternity tests and, anything, and everything and what and what, um, accepts and decides and say, look, look, we, we, we have been fornicating a lot. We must make things right. I'm getting married to you. We repent and I'm getting married to you. They get married. She never discloses. I don't know what kind of repentance did she get into. (laughs) And as time goes on, she gets bored by this guy. 
goes back to the other guy. And check this out. She leaves the kid with this husband. And this guy raises the kid. Until the kid was at high school, I think the kid died when she was in grade 8 or 9. She had a problem with sugar. Mm. Till today, he never, he never knows. He has pictures hanging in his house of his firstborn. <laughs> mm. Yeah. A guy who basically, uh, and, and this, this, this goes a long way, who basically has married secretly. And their spouse do not know that their husbands had gone to get married elsewhere. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Look. He's married here. Legally, white wedding and all those things. Step and step and what, what, what. And then he's married, some, he's married somewhere in Limpopo. Mm. Traditionally. So it doesn't make that kind of a, a vibe that much. Mm. Every time when he goes to Limpopo, he goes alone. <laughs> he goes alone. <laughs> the wife doesn't suspect. Why is this guy going alone into Limpopo? If they go to Limpopo, they would be going some other area, not where he is. And, and you find, look, there are people who came to Soweto, had families in Soweto, while they left families in the Eastern Cape, in KZN, in the Western Cape in the free state, in the north. And they came to Soweto. And things became so bad when people went up now to Soweto to go and look for their husbands. They found their husbands have houses in Soweto. And they behave as if they don't know them anymore. What comes to mind? Um, you know, the reason why we see such an increase in women who, who will admit to, you know, using um, Inyanga and Muti mm. to get husbands is because I was reading an article during the course of the week after I got um, the topic and yeah. the, the <laughs> you'll be surprised at um, the, the title it mm. says that husbands will discuss by 2023 mm. <laughs> <laughs> we left with a couple of months <laughs> before you could <laughs> you get found out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So um, many women feel a lot of pressure, yeah, due to to such things, mm. due to the things that we read up on social media, due to the things that we see other happy couples, and even at church we see happy couples, and we feel the clock is running or, I mean, you know, time is running out for us. We need to step up. And so you find women going to those extremes of, mm. you know, going to Inyanga and all sorts of things um, to secure a husband. And I think that is also as a result of uh, how society makes unmarried women or single women feel inadequate or not good enough or not marriage material when they're not married by a certain age. And also, um, we do have family members who will make you feel, um, you know, inadequate or will put pressure on you as a young woman by the age of this. And you're not married, it means there's something wrong with you, you need to do something about that. 
And some family members will even offer to take you to those places mm. and say, no, it's about mom, mang mang, who has helped, you know, a lot of women. They're married today, so maybe you need to go and see that person for you to get the necessary help. And I think that we, we're doing injustice to ourselves because that, I mean, that is basically a foundation we're laying for our marriage. And if that is the kind of foundation you lay for yourself, it needs to be maintained. That means that all throughout the marriage, you're going to keep having to consult and spend money in order for this marriage to work. Mm. What happens when you're not able to, to, to do that or to carry that out? You live with the fear on a daily basis of this person leaving you because you know very well that this was built on the things that you put together or the help of somebody else or the help of Muti that you got from somebody else. Mm. You know? mm. So... And there's just a number of reasons, a lot of reasons that many women find themselves in those situations. However, also, we need to really, you know, take a step back and think about whether this is the kind of family you want to build for your children, where their father is actually, because the truth of the matter, you're keeping this person against their will. That's what it boils down to. If you're going to bewitch someone to be with you or to marry you, you're basically keeping them against their will because they're doing what they're not really wanting to do, but they are forced to do it because of the things that you've done to them. So do you want to have children and build a family with someone who you know very well is not there for the right reasons or is not there because they willingly want to be there? but we're forced into it because of the things that were done. But that is the reality in many households. We've made peace with it. We live with it. We don't even see anything wrong with it. That is why you got so many phone calls that came through that show when you were discussing this to say that has been, you know, the norm lately where women consult in order for them to trap men into marriage. Mm, mm. It is a sad state of affairs. It doesn't end well in many cases. We know of women who have come up and said, when this Muti wears off, he starts being abusive. He starts doing this and this and that. You know, mm. this is because this is someone who has been kept against their will for many years. So in other words, you're an abuser. You've been abusing this person, you know. And they, when the Muti wears off, you start getting beaten up. You start getting abused. You start seeing all sorts of things, which shouldn't come as a surprise because you knew that going into it was never going to give you um, good results. So those are some of the, the secrets that many women are sitting with today. Um, some of their husbands or some women's husbands have actually even died um, not knowing the truth. Mm. But, um, you know, some people are, are, are just don't see anything wrong with this. And it's quite sad. It is quite sad that also, even as children of God, we, we want to turn a blind eye to all of this and say, well, everyone else is doing it. Um, there's a, a famous thing that we hear many people like to say. They say that, which is when people want to justify their sin. Mm. Or their, you know, people will want to say, no, but God will help you when you help yourself. 
And that's when you see them flocking the house of an Inyanga wanting help because they feel that God will only help them when they do such, which is very wrong. It is absolutely wrong. And we need to stop making younger girls believe that that is the only way that they can find a husband and live happily ever after because that is not the truth. It does not end well. And again, the biggest secrets that we see um, many women and men that keep in their marriage is the issue of finances. This has led many couples to, to, to divorce in most cases where the husband secretly has a family, like you, like you said, and they, you know, spending money on that family. They're sending money to that and you're not aware as the spouse. And as a result, you find that your own family is not being well taken care of because there's money that is diverted to somebody else that you do not know. Some people only get to discover that after the husband has died, which is quite sad. Mm. It is quite Mm. sad because this is a sign or this is when you discover that you have been deceived all throughout your marriage. You thought that you married someone that you know only to find that you were deceived. And that is quite sad. Yeah. It is sad when we see these things really coming across. Coming back, let's look into the effects. What kind of effects do we get to experience when you have secrets that we keep in our marriages? From your ear, to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at Radio Pulpit. Dot co dot za or WhatsApp zero six seven four two nine seven five six four or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? Then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming, and there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Get in touch with the truth, the light and the life. 657 AM 657 Million Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust you well. The Father is doing you good. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. The best of friends that we are. Of course, discussing issues that have to do with marriage. And tonight with Sipati Tabudi, we are looking into uh, the issue of secrets that are kept in a marriage. And of course, you find at times also that um, uh, these secrets go on to actually, if one can put it, to have effects of a thought. Like a shallow grave, it will show the bones, the corpse, before anyone realizes it, it's open. Um, Sipati has said this last week and even today. Um, She has said that there is always the need and demand to maintain a lie. And then the maintenance continues to deteriorate. I add to that. The maintenance continues to deteriorate because 
you start to have a vague picture of the nitty-gritties of the secret and the lie you said in order to keep that secret secret, mm. to keep it unknown. And so it's easy because you don't tape record yourself. It's easy that you can deviate from what you said and it can trigger a suspicion on your spouse. And this can result into untrustworthiness. Of course, it's a building block to divorce because now they realize they don't know who they got married to. Imagine your spouse discovering that you have another spouse. On your own. A spouse that is only known by you and your, your family. And you are forced to marry that person. Do you know someone said he got married to this woman because he had a child with her and they were forced that you, you must marry her. And then later on he met someone that he loved. He went on to marry that person and continued to say he is divorced from the first wife. Whereas the issue was that the marriage was still going on, keeping that a secret. And when the other one found out, a spark started. They started to fight. Kids of the first wife are bitter. Because they feel they have been played by their own father. Mm-hmm. And it's a sad point of things in that at some stage I saw with my own eyes a son, firstborn son, looking for his father with a gun. And he was hunting from, for him from Harangu, Atridgeville, Pretoria West, everywhere. And that young man is, is late now. And I remember saying to him, but that's your father. And I remember how bitter he was. Because there was a secret that was kept from his mother. And his mother discovered that when she was on her deathbed with cancer. And it made things worse. The brother ran away. And then we hear of him having a, an accident. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a road called Rankakat. It's a very dangerous road. Mm. And he died. And that's how this man was saved. He, he, this guy was looking for him. He didn't find him. I remember at some stage I would see him parking his BMW in Atridgeville. When I would be coming to Atridgeville and I would bump to him. And we liked each other. He had saloons everywhere here in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. But he was so bitter because of that secret which has been discovered. What comes to mind? Um, it gets very um, sad when you know it, it gets to the children that way. When the children have to be the ones you know who try and protect the parent that has been deceived when the children feel the need to do so. And they also feel deceived in the process, you know, because here they are, they look up to this father who is a hero to them. 
who is their world, um, who they've learned everything from and probably um, aspired to be like him someday, only to find that he was not anything they thought that he is. It's quite sad, you know, when it gets to that point and you find children. I mean, we've got a lot of teenagers that grow up very angry and all bitter, and we don't understand the reasons behind that, only to find that in most cases it has to do with them feeling the need to protect a parent that has been deceived. Um, And also, you know, some of the things that um, is an effect of keeping a secret is that it, it, it actually damages a relationship or a marriage. For example, when there's secrets, um, couples somehow grow apart because it is hard to feel emotionally connected to someone that has kept a secret or who has deceived you or has lied to you. And the thing about a secret or the lie is that the more time passes, the harder it is to tell the truth. So, you know, it is always advisable to start off on a clean slate. It is always advisable to be transparent and keep no lies or keep no secrets because as time passes, because, I mean, um, imagine getting married to this person and you know that the secret that you're holding will not, I mean, the, the marriage will never survive it. So you're having to keep it for as long as you live and the more time passes, the more difficult it is or it becomes for you to come up with the truth. So our secrets not only affect us directly, but they affect our children as well. They affect our family. They affect our spouses. So we need to think beyond the justification that we have made up in our minds to say, well, I'm keeping this a secret because I know that it will hurt this person. We need to think beyond that. And beyond that means... Um, understanding that as soon as that secret comes out, it will still hurt that person. And I think what will hurt even more is that you've kept it for so long. And we need to think beyond um, how it will affect our children as well, you know. The more, or imagine your children finding out on your, or in your, at your funeral, that they have other siblings that they never got to know about. And in most cases, you will find that there is so much imbalance where these other children were well taken care of while the other ones were struggling. And they get to meet at your funeral and they see this imbalance. It makes children feel unloved. You know, it makes them feel unfavored. And it makes them feel like also dad favored this family more than ours. Even bitter, yes. You know, this is where bitterness comes in amongst um, siblings. This is where you find sibling rivals and, you know, um, siblings fighting and you just don't understand where it stemmed from. In most cases, it is the secrets of the parents that lead to children resenting one another. So we need to really think beyond ourselves and how we think this will hurt us and really put ourselves in the seat or in the shoes of the other person and think about how it will affect that person. And the right thing is always to come out and with the truth and be transparent. And as we always say, love covers a multitude of wrongs. So the person, um, you know, will find it in their hearts to understand and to love you continuously. Mm. You know, 
you're speaking of these funeral examples and uh, you know it's only the three of you and you realize actually you are 11. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Mm. And oh, it's only the five of you, you and then you realize there's, a, there's 10 of you actually. Mm. You know it to be your mom. I mean, you've known your father with your mom. And you realize there's someone that my father loved more. Mm. You know how it breaks a person for life. Mm. Mm. And it sets sibling on a path to war. Yeah. Because of secrets, some young man, when his father passed on, his father had these taxi businesses and stuff. He just went into the house with his friends. They took the keys of some of the cars. They started and they left. Mm. And then he said, because this man never took care of me and I'm his firstborn. Mm. I'm leaving you with a house and money and everything, but I'm taking the business. Mm. Quite painful. Anyway, when we come back, the final thought. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. For there is a time to search and a time to give up. A time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer request by calling 067 429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Coming to the final part of the matter, secrets really are not a builder. Uh, they can never promote a relationship of trust in a marriage. And hey, I've heard people saying, now that I've seen these things about you, I don't know who you are. And um, uh, many fights are caused on by these kinds of secret transactions that are taking place. Secrets will benefit some people. And it is said that when some people are being benefited, they'd like the secret to persist. Whereas in their own marriages, they don't have those secrets, especially parents. We have our kids giving us money secretly. And we know what this could do to their marriage, but we keep quiet about it. Mm. You know, as long as the money comes, we benefit. So what? But you don't see that you're destroying your own child's marriage. It's about time that people who call themselves Christians should be and start to say, no, this cannot happen. If you truly love your spouse, you are one with them. And next time when you bring money here, you must come with him. In the meantime, take this money back. We appreciate the gesture. But if he doesn't know, 
it makes us uncomfortable. Mm. We know you would say no, but the father knows and he doesn't care. Hey, let him tell us that he doesn't care. Then we will take the money. But you can't just be doing it and, and say, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it secretly, uh, you know, and all those kinds of things and stuff. And I'm not talking about, you know, uh, a person who is giving money or giving money to their spouses with their husbands or wives knowing, but who don't care. I'm talking about those who do secret transactions, secret deals. I'm talking about people who go to secret inyangas and basically say, I am happily married and start posing on social networks with these guys. Knowing Hormutsuere Jang. Sipati, finally. Well, I'm glad that you highlighted the, the role of, you know, parents in, in, in this whole thing, because we do have a lot of parents, you know, who are contributing to the issue of secrets in their children's lives. Mm. And I think that it, it, it's important for us as parents to reassess how we conduct our affairs with our children. Are we encouraging transparency and truth, or are we encouraging for them to keep those secrets? And the sad part is that when the marriage, um, you know, um, or when the secret comes out, there's nothing that the parent can do to save that marriage. So we need to really um, reassess that as, as children of God. Mm. And what we need to also understand is that when we keep secrets, we're basically undermining the foundation of our marriage. Mm. There's no other way, you know. I think that it is better to get things out into the open before you get married than to have them discovered after you are married, mm. you know. Mm. Um, mm. It, it's always good to start or yes, to start things on a clean slate so that you know that there's no burdens that you're carrying into this marriage. Um, but when we go into it with things that we've had to cover up, we will never enjoy that marriage because there's just too much administration and keeping secrets and lies and things like that. And while we spend so much energy doing that, we will never enjoy the marriage itself. Mm. You know... I have also realized that uh, it takes two to tango. And other people say, I have come to do what I have done because uh, keeping this secret, because I discovered that she or he is also keeping secrets. We don't return evil for evil. It's unscriptural. Mm-hmm. And, and if they keep secrets and you find that there are secrets, please talk about it. Instead of retaliating in the wrong way, talk about it. And then find closure to it. Because one of the things that I know about secrets is that they undermine the person that they are kept from. Mm. They undermine their integrity. They undermine their uh, uh, dignity. They undermine their worth, their intelligence. They undermine everything that they stand for. Mm. There's a funny thing about secrets. It's that it is known by other people other than the one it is kept from. Mm-hmm. And those people will continuously look at you as an unwise person who basically doesn't know what's happening in her or his marriage. Sipati, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Pastor Godness. How do we get hold of you? Um, I'm on Facebook. My Facebook name is Sipati Tabudi. I'm also on email. My email address is Sipati at mishaktabudifoundation.org Sipati at org. Thank you so much. We talk again the coming week. 
and uh, much blessings to you and then continue to be strong. Amen. Blessings to you, keep the story. Amen. And of course, that is how it goes. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. And uh, as you know, we discuss these issues with the aim of coming to better solutions and making marriages work for the better. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za. Or phone us during office hours, 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.